0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: We have rule changes coming to Major League Baseball and two start pitcher's degrade here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. Big few weeks left here, Todd. Huge week coming up for head-to-head leagues, especially. And uh, it's an excruciating time, but a fun time to be playing fantasy baseball. How are you today?
2: Doing well. It's uh, I don't feel excruciating. But no. you know, I'm not. I'm not in the Tewlers tell- head-to-head battle. Actually, you have the week off, right?
1: Yeah, I got the week off. But let me tell you why I'm why this week has been excruciating for me is I've bled away my lead in the FSGA Champions League, and in fact, Ooh. I'm in second place now. So it can be an excruciating season but, at times, and uh, it's just part of it, part of the game. But but as we've talked about,
2: <clears throat> half the well, more than half the country thinks that's Jeff. So <laughs> they true. think Jeff is bleeding the lead. You know, if, when you win, we'll let, we'll let it be known that it was you. But you know, there's no reason to change the perception now. Let's wait. We got to call. We've done it this long.
1: Yeah, no kidding. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I withstood Harper's absence okay, but things have just hit the skids lately. Losing uh, Oh Vinnie P then. Cortez now Scherzer, so it's been. Ooh. Those are just the ebbs and flows of the season. But I am kind of grateful that it happened now and that I have time to, you know, surge back instead of the you know the final few days of the season.
2: Do we know about Pasquantino yet? The, there was no. There was, I was uh, wondering about him. Yeah, he's supposed to cut. Co- well, not supposed to, but he could be coming back today, as we uh, you know Friday. He played one game of a doubleheader, I believe Wednesday. Didn't play yesterday, so that's either he's on a plane or. He hurt himself again, right? We don't know. And there's been no news.
1: Yeah, I saw he was blistering the ball his first couple rehab
2: games. Yeah.
1: Seemed like he was back to full health. But, you know, I can really use him back. Really need him back soon. I actually did pick up Tristan Casas, though, to help fill in. He was one of the top pickups in the stake league this week. Have you had a chance to get eyes on – Big old
2: Tristan Cosses. I've been watching I'm watching a little bit. I, I didn't get to didn't get to see any live games. I wanted to I wanted to check him out in Worcester this year. Didn't get to do that. I've been more impressed defensively than I have with the stick. Um but yeah, it, they really I mean, haven't had
1: a first baseman there in Boston this year.
2: Right. Well, I mean Bobby Dahlback, well, you know, not as far not in the bat. I mean I'm I'm looking yeah. more defensively, the the confidence that the infielders have are just letting it loose. It appears that at least they feel, you know, Cassis has a good chance of catching the ball. Both Bogarts and Devers have taken using that one hop throw on the deep throws uh, in the hole for Bogarts and, you know, behind the bag for Devers. It's usually done on turf, but they've both become proficient at it on grass and you'd like to have a first baseman confident to do that. And uh, Dahlback isn't bad. Bobby Dollback wasn't terrible. But Franchi and everybody else they've been using, yuck. Uh, you know, I, we've already recorded it. So, you know, behind the fourth wall. But Eric Alterman and, and I talk a little bit about Cassis and Josh Young on tomorrow's MLB Network radio show. And whenever he asks, whenever Eric asks about a prospect, you know, my answer is, I don't know. I mean, no one knows in three weeks. But this week, Eric was smart. He said, all right, all right, Zola, in your wishy-washy ways. Young or Cassis, which one, if you had only pick up one for the next three weeks? So young Eric is learning. The, you know, you make me fo- force me to pick. I chose Young. And um, I don't think that's any mark against Cassis. He just has a little more experience, Josh Young. Uh, we had Shelly Verstrate on with us, uh, and she's a, a Prosper. Uh, maven, if you will, and she also said uh, young, so that doesn't, you know, make what I said any stronger. But I'd rather hear it, hear it from her. But you um, know, you know exactly though. Who knows? Cassis is going to get the chance. He's not going to get 130 bats because selfishly the Red Sox want to preserve his Rookie of the Year, selfishly or smartly want to preserve his Rookie of the Year uh, status so they can get a draft pick if he happens to take home the award but i mean you know who would you have taken if you would well if you're if you're bidding on both who would you prioritize oh man that's tough wouldn't i think i probably would, lean young wouldn't we both send james a text yeah,
1: yeah i think that would be the best he'd be the guy <laughs> to default to but i want to plug Vinny p over either of them but yes. I, uh, yeah, yeah yeah you know i have still tried out like jamer candelario in a corner spot and I'd rather have either of those two guys over... Uh, Joey Manessis. jamer has uh, been sitting a lot. Lately. Yes. Yeah, Joey Manessis has been good. But before we talk more about pickups, let's talk about a little bit about those rule changes I alluded to. Major League yeah. Baseball announcing today that they will have new rule changes instituted for the 2023 season. The pitch clock, 15 seconds when the bases are empty, 20 seconds with runners on base. A hitter receives one timeout per plate appearance. And uh, they noted on their uh, tweet that the average minor league nine-in-a-game time was reduced by 26 minutes over the past couple of years. Uh, bigger bases, and then the shift going to be restricted heavily. Not quite banned. I, I mean, not all, you know, shifted alignments are banned, but essentially the shift is gone too. So,
2: what are your initial thoughts here off the bat? Well, the other one too is is pickup. Plays right, you're only allowed to throw over twice. That's a, yeah, that's a good call. I'm the not exactly not sure. Noted on, on this I don't know graph. that that means that you can just, you know, on uh, after two pickoffs, does the runner just take a huge lead? I don't, I don't you know, batter pitcher can step off. There's got to be something going on there, but uh, I mean, the shit is, you know, the pitch clock we'll see on an individual basis how that affects things. We've seen it in the AFL, doesn't really seem to affect things very much. I've seen it in the minors and where it has come into play of all scenarios is when like, I saw it twice with Worcester and that they're playing sweet Caroline. Why I, why I, you know, why I don't know, but the the, 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 crowd was still singing and the opposing pitcher, like let the crowd finish singing, but was called for a ball because yeah, he was supposed to throw. It's like, ah, anyway, um, So we'll see how that happens. It's the shift. That's the big deal. And as you suggested, um, you know, you can, basically the rule says all four infielders have to have their feet on the dirt and they have to be set two and two on either side of the keystone, either side of second base. So you can still crowd the middle. You can still have some defensive positioning, but when the ball is thrown players have to be on the dirt and two players on either side of second base. Um, as a scientist researcher, I hate it because teams should be if, – if a batter's going to hit the ball 80% of the time in this area, then the smart thing to do is put most of your fielders in this area. It just – it makes sense. As a fan, I can see that that might not be the most aesthetic kind of baseball. And if I want the game to continue to grow and be attractive for younger athletes to play – I have to concede that maybe we do need to force the rules in this manner. Other sports do it, right? Basketball zone defenses and laxing of the double dribble and the, and the, and the carrying and the traveling uh, hockey with the two line pass and the, uh, the, the, the zone press and the zone uh, checking that New Jersey Jersey's do football, all sorts of rules about hitting the quarterback and, and five yards off the player, and who you know, how many on either side of the ball, how many uh, defensive players you can have. So, the, the football has made all sorts of rules changes, they seem to have been accepted. So, I will accept it. But as far as an analyst, I'm not exactly sure how I'm gonna handle it yet. I mean, I get to make some changes, but as I'm talking uh, on Twitter right now with some people, including Jeff Zimmerman, to quantify these changes it's going to be tough not mainly one reason because the outcomes are going to mask any tangible differences for the most part i mean we're going to need 3 4 years of data before enough flushes out that we we can fine tune our changes
1: yes yeah, that's, that's a good point because you know there have been so many variations over the recent years with the baseball and yeah you know, shortened season and then players coming off the shortened season. There was that first kind of offensive spike in 2017 and the all-time, you know, juice ball year in 2019. It's just – I want some constants here. Like, I just want – yep. hopefully after this year. We knew these were coming, but it's still kind of annoying because I do want us to find a, like a level playing field and have – some constants in the game. Yeah,
2: the the ball. You know, let's let's yeah. come up with one ball. Right now, there's some speculation that there is kind of a nudge nudge wink wink new kind of sticky stuff that is being accepted. But well, yeah. let's not have it nudge nudge wink wink. If it's out there, let's let let's legislate it. Let's say you can use this material in this in in, in this in this amount or whatever. Um, so that's just another factor. You're right. I mean, again, it's a scientist trying to figure all this out. If you want to, you know, what what effect does the shift have? Well, we can't tell because it's not the only variable.
1: Yeah, a lot of variables that uh, you just, that's the thing. It's always a moving target and it will
2: remain very much so for the next uh, yeah. many years but, to come. Uh, on the other hand, it's just, a, it's just as bad to just categorically dismiss it and say, well, you know what? I can't quantify it, so I'm not even going to try it. I can see where, at a certain level, you do that, but you know, I'll be you know somewhat. I don't know if selfish is the word, but you know, I get paid to do projections. I don't think the people that are paying me are going to want to hear, nah, I didn't, I didn't want to put the work in to make them better because I didn't think it was worth it. I don't think they're going to want to hear that. Yeah, that doesn't usually
1: fly with the consumer uh, typically, but yeah, I. You know the the bigger bases will be interesting, but I think that kind of applies unilaterally to to all players, right? Maybe we'll see. The, the big thing about the bigger bases is increased player safety, according to baseball. But well, that's the, uh, for fantasy. The byproducts that'll be interesting is more more bags stolen. Yeah,
2: yeah, right. Because if it's three inches, that means that they're six inches closer. Yeah, and, but but that again, that when, all right. So the bigger bases led to more steals. Well, did that lead to more steals? Or did the legislation of the shift result in more athletic players playing and the more athletic players playing are more prone to steal than they are to swing for the fence, right? So, again – And that uh, throw over thing you were mentioning too, maybe – I need to know more about that because – Yeah, there's, there's, I, I'm kind of iffy on that too. I don't really Yeah, understand. I mean, first of all, I think it's dumb. And I wrote yeah. about – I tweeted about this. I if it's If it's to shorten the game, there are better ways – than, than legislating how many times you can throw over. to me that's, that's that's over the edge that's something that maybe and if this all doesn't work then maybe we consider adding that in to me that's there's no and, and not that a not that a pitcher used his secondary move twice and then tried to catch the runner the third time on his good move not that that happened a lot. But when it did, I loved it as a kid. I thought that was, you know, that was great, you know. Yeah,
1: it just kind of take a little bit of the wrinkle out of the game. I know, like when every time you see that happen, and a uh, you know, team thrown over in a away boo. ballpark, you get the boo birds, yeah, pretty heavily. But um, yeah, maybe if they do legislate that and bigger bags, maybe we could see uh, you know. A, Pretty significant spike in steals. Well, I think uh, we will
2: because yeah. legislating the shift at least suggests more athletic defensive players, right? Because you need to cover more ground. So the more athletic defensive player is 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 more athletic, Ugh. and they're therefore potentially more likely to steal. So uh, at least on paper, it can't. I mean, it can't happen overnight because the, the players are the, the current players are the current players. It has to be players coming up and teams kind of readjust well, readjusting, adjusting their personnel to fit the rules. but I think as things naturally occur we'll get some better better athleticism at some of these positions.
0: We're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. don't search match with indeed. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
1: Since we did that, we'll kind of fly through these pickups from last night. Yeah, we'll state. be um,
2: Jeff and I will be talking about it, when we talk about our respective projections. Um, you'll talk about it, you know, because it's even though you're not doing projections, you're still ranking players, and you're still going to think as you think about a player, you're still going to say, "Ah, Tani, um, he's going to get more hits because he gets so many lost by the shift." So you're going to think about it too. So I'm sure it'll I'm come up be organically
1: into a ton of projections too
2: not doing a set myself but i'll be looking at
1: a ton of yep ton of sets uh nick prado is the top pickup uh we'll see how much he plays when vinnie p comes back but there may be room for both Vinny p and nick prado he's been playing all right lately for kc and uh i know some of his prospect shines worn off nick prado but uh maybe him at first base and vinnie p primarily at dh so we'll have to see about that Uh tristan casas for eight Brandon Marsh for six. Marcelo Zuna for four. MJ Melendez was dropped. Uh only in one catcher league, but he, he's kind of been a little disappointing lately. Yeah, Keston Hero for a buck. Spencer Steer. He was a buck. AJ Puck for zero. Joey Wentz for zero. John Schreiber, who looks like he may be separating from that committee a little bit. Uh, he was zero dollar and I added Luis Garcia mostly because I needed a fill in for Jorge Polanco in the middle infield. Uh, Michael Taylor, $0 ad. John Gray, $0. uh, Hayden Wesneski was a James pickup. Uh, Rysel Iglesias I tried to add, but he was uh, picked up by somebody else. Ryan Nelson, who's going to be kicking off our two-star pitcher conversation. He was a $0 ad. Will Myers, uh, Mackenzie Gore, TJ Friedel, Joey Bart, Honeyball Sanchez. So still a lot of activity here on the waiver wire. Uh, Any other players on your mind today, Todd? I think you're on mute, potentially. I think you're on
2: mute, Todd. Yep, the the sirens were there. I was uh, so I uh, yeah. Um, You kind of mentioned half the league, so I don't have. uh, I mean, I'm just (laughs) impressed. A, it's it's you know it's because of the league setup and and, and the closeness of it that you've got so many moves with uh, you know coming down to the wire. As someone who is going to have to apologize to three different leagues this year for being kind of that guy. I'm impressed about how, uh, you know, how how many moves are still being made in in a league of of this nature. But um, yeah, yeah, this I was mean,
1: on the opening night of NFL kickoff. That's yeah. Tip, tip my cap to the. The managers in yeah. this league, you guys are yeah. doing well. Oh, absolutely! You may force me to buy you a steak, which I'm yeah, not appreciate. You
2: know, this is my, my lack of movement in a couple leagues is why I won't be invited to this one. I've been a jerk in two leagues, two or three leagues, and I, I give, will be apologizing. But um, stuff happens, and I've tried to take care of what made me be that way. And we'll we'll come back in full force next season. Top of print of the day. Anyway,
1: um, that's how that's how I was last year. Though I'll just say, like I just had to shed some leagues because. You know, if I wasn't giving it my full effort, I had
2: to just do right by the rest of the league and bow out. Yeah, I'm hoping I mean if, if these leagues want to boot me, including the staff keep staff keeper league of wire I, I deserve it. But I also oh, hope I that I can safe get there. I say I also hope I think I can get one year Mulligan and like I said, it's been some off the field stuff. Not not I mean nothing bad. Just needed to yeah. uh, as one gets older. This is kind of interesting. Don't get old, Clay. And I'm not, I'm kind of, you know, half tongue and cheek, half serious here. Um, the, the thing I found as I've gotten older is I'm able to do less work at night. Now, to some people, that, you know, well, you, know, you don't work at night anyway, but, you know, baseball, you know, fantasy, you do. When you're single and you know the family, you do. I've been able to do less work at night and therefore haven't gotten as much done or, you know, so I have to kind of, think that through, readjust my priority, not priority, but, you know, re- rearrange things, understanding I'm just not going to get as much work done as night. And, uh, that's kind of been the, that among and a couple of other, th- other things. So mm-hmm. a word, you know, a word, a, a word to you folks out there, you know, beware, uh, one becomes less productive, uh, once the sun goes down, hopefully you've got families and, you know, it's just, you're not doing much anyway, but anyway, uh, enough of that. Well, I hear you man i I'm not saying like you should definitely bow
1: out of the leagues or be kicked out i, I we won't I'm pretty sure you won't be kicked out of the Brother uh, wire staff <laughs> keeper league but uh yeah I just thought I had to prioritize a little bit because I was stretching myself a little bit yeah. thin last year and you know when you don't give a league your full effort it's kind of like you kind of have to be all in. With fantasy baseball, you can't kind yeah, of you know, half-ass
2: a league or else it's just not you know, fun. You know what else we're seeing is a lot of people, when the pandemic hit, were home and they had the time to do more leagues, right? They had the time to be a content produ- a provider or, con- you know, content producer. And then things got back to normal or close to normal and they had to go back to their jobs, and we're seeing a lot of people on Twitter talk about, oh, the stress of doing this, and they have to back off. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of it, you know, I, I think they're they're wise, and to do that, you know, your mental health is just as important. And if that means giving up your your freelance gig, helping out at a certain site. Fine. I mean, your your mental health is much it's much more important. So, um, I think the pandemic that was one of the repercussions is we had a big jump of people doing you know entering the industry, writing these long pieces with video, pictures, explanations, and charts. And I think they're finding now that um, they don't have as much time. And I respect them for recognizing it and maybe back off backing off a little.
1: Yeah, you got to protect your mental health at all costs. Yeah. I know. Or else you turn to me,
2: who wants that?
1: Well, I deal with I deal with <laughs> some mental health battles. I'll admit that publicly. I'm not ashamed of it. It's just uh, something I was born with, and you got to do what you can to maintain. But let's get into the two-star pitchers. I mentioned Ryan Nelson as a stake league pickup. RYNE Nelson, uh, great in his debut. I'm a little. You know, I don't know if I'd really seriously consider him after one good start. Uh, And then he's got the Dodgers and the Padres both at home, but a couple of tough opponents. He does have some pedigree. He was a second-round pick in 2019, Ryan Nelson. So he's not just like a, you know, scrub journeyman type. He's 24, but, again, does have some pedigree. I think I may give him a one just for maybe a points league.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna give him the same one. If he was a higher strikeout pitcher, it might be a two because that's, I mean, that's what you're looking for in points leagues now and even regular leagues is, is the strikeouts. Uh, your ratios are in pl- could be hurt in this particular matchups. Eh, the win potential, who knows? But I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the one. But in AAA this season, he did not fan a batter an inning. And he gave up 25 homers in 136 innings. So if he didn't have that good first outing, I think we'd be, you know, we're basing this on one outing. Yeah. I did notice that
1: too. He's kind of more of a fly ball pitcher, and he did have some homer issues in the PCL. Uh, So, yeah, I'll go one, but tread carefully. I I probably wouldn't do it if you have ratios to protect. But maybe in a points league. Kyle Wright's going to be a five. He's been... Really, one of the biggest pickups, early season pickups in fantasy this year. San Francisco versus Philly.
2: Yeah, if we remember, if we try to, you know, back to where, you know, he was undrafted or he was a late round flyer later in the year, later in the drafting season when it became apparent. I I don't know. I don't even know that he won a rotation spot until the very end. So, yeah, you know, he was like a he was battling for that fifth spot with Yanoa, who now is out for the year, and Kyle Muller, who I'm still waiting to come up to get another another start in my tout lawyers team. But anyway, no, right to five, it'd be interesting where yeah. he goes next year. Is I, you know, is he a I don't think he's a top 15, no, but maybe a top 30. Though. I was gonna say, yeah, we're now getting to that top 30 where he's an SB2, sp 3 type. You know, is he kind of where, kind of where Trevor Rogers was last year?
1: Yeah. Let's hope that the follow-up goes a little yeah. bit. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about days. that in a few. Yeah. I kind of, I'm, well, I have Rogers in a couple weeks. I'm hoping to, hoping he's a little better down the stretch. Uh, nobody for Baltimore. They have two off days next week. And then for Boston, Nick Pavetta uh, versus the Yankees, then versus the Royals yeah man he's a tough guy to rank
2: yeah this is you we think, should like, mention team? while you're while you're haggling there's another five game week and boston's injuries are just beset so he may not get two starts it may be you know a five-man rotation someone is yeah, called up true. but we're we're just you know right now we're just and unfortunately the yankees is the now he pitches well against the yankees and i know who you know who's to say that, that continues um especially now but um I, I think, to me, when I'm not sure if I want to go high or low, that means he's a three. So I'm going to go three. Okay, I had a two, but
1: I'll get you down here. As a yeah. three on Nick oh, A lot good. of that
2: is just the Yankees. And I talk about this. Actually, it was an ESPN piece, not Rotowire. But the Yankees are so weird when you go to stream against because their numbers say pick on them, right? I mean, they've been terrible since the break, even maybe even a little longer. But, I mean, you really want to trust the numbers when it's Giancarlo Stanton that's been terrible, that's Josh Donaldson and Gleyber Torrey. These guys can snap out of it at the drop of a hat. What true. did that expression come with? I mean, would someone drop a hat and something happened? I mean, that's kind of weird.
1: I must have. i will have to look into the origins of that. Get the research on that. I mentioned that James picked up Hayden Wesneski. He had a great debut, Wesneski. And while I haven't seen anything about them, you know, for sure giving him a start next week, I assume they will. And that's we have him in our projected starters grid, uh, only for one start. But yeah, keep an eye out for Hayden Westneske. I grabbed him in an NL league, and
2: which, uh, pretty which good trade on. did he come over in?
1: Um, I think that was the. Let's see here. I need Justin Steele back at some point, yeah, but uh, yeah scott Efros, trade
2: okay so yeah um i was so well the whole the whole narrative well he was traded for this pitcher doesn't quite work as well but he he had some pedigree with the yankees yeah he's a prospect he's
1: we'll see but uh yeah they haven't set him down and I assume after that debut they'll they'll give him another turn at least. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Minor, the Reds have what, 9 games next nine week? 9 games. Two doubleheaders. That's uh...
2: 9 chances to be bummed
1: out. <laughs> well, this team is just brutal. It's like pretty much impossible to watch this team anymore. So I will not be subjecting myself to all 9 games of <laughs> Reds baseball next week. Mike Minor, Luis Cesar, are those both zeros probably.
2: They are for me. Um, yeah. I mean, I was a minor guy heading in, but the park, he's just not very good. And I know Pittsburgh isn't the best, um, isn't the worst matchup, but the Cardinals have been crushing left-handed mm. pitching.
1: Yeah, that's good to notes, And uh, at least the Reds should get Hunter Green back next week. That's
2: yeah, and Cesar's just a fill-in, and whoever they bring in behind him isn't even worth considering.
1: No. Now, Cody Morris is a pretty interesting prospect. I know he got hurt, but uh, and missed a large chunk of the year. But he's up now and only through four innings. So, yeah, workload is very much in question. Would you consider him versus the Angels versus the
2: Twins? I don't think he'd be the top of my list. But I think, yeah, I I don't think he's going to hurt yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So, absolutely. Now, the Angels aren't, aren't very good, even with Trout back. I think Merrick Morris is ready to go five. So I will give him a, will give him a two.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, he is a guy who I think I have some draft in holds that I may turn loose. Yep. And in some leagues where I'm kind of looking more for strikeouts and wins than protecting ratios i may yep. go after him. Xavion Curry, I don't think I'd roll the dice there. In any uh, maybe
2: again in, in a points where you know the two starts over the one maybe get you some action but yeah uh, nothing special there other than there's two and a half weeks left do what you got to do
1: no two-star pitchers for the colorado rockies for the white Sox. michael Kopek versus colorado at detroit you love getting the uh rockies at home and then the lowly tigers team is that a I think I'm going to go four because he's not quite a five pitcher, but uh,
2: that's a great two-step for Kopech. No, I'm with you. I think he's a three-pitcher with five matchups, so we're going to go four. Erod's back finally. uh, Versus
1: Houston, though, and versus the White Sox as a lefty. So that's – I really don't like that. Um... Ah, He's given up five homers his last two outings.
2: I – I guess I'm going to give Erod a one, but even that may be high, honestly. No, I agree. Uh, everything, I actually haven't – I know it's only been two games, but I haven't actually – I haven't put eyes on him. Not that that would matter too much. Um, I don't know. I'm willing to go zero. I'm going to go – I'm willing to go zero on him. Yeah,
1: it is kind of hard to – it's kind of more name than I'm giving him. Yeah, no, I understand, thing.
2: but, yeah, I'm going to go uh, – my, my rankings may have him a little higher, although I don't know how many innings he's been working, so I need to check that.
1: I would much rather be trotting out Hunter Brown, for,
2: Brown. for Houston. Uh,
1: spotless in his debut, and now at Detroit versus Oakland. What a way to uh, get your feet wet here, kid. I love this. I'm probably going to go with three, but maybe you could say four.
2: I agree. I'm going to – I will – I will, I'm going to go for these matchups. I mean, it has to do with the time of year and, and a few other things. And Hunter Brown's issue is walks. However, he looked pretty – the control looked pretty set in his debut. And I don't think Detroit and Oakland are overly patient teams. So that's going to let lift it to a four for me. And, again, it's mostly a gut call – Relative to the field, and what is needed with three weeks left in the year.
1: I hear you. Yeah, I, yeah you make a good case. I'm gonna stick three, but I got you no. I, we're, gonna,
2: we're both gonna start him, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I can just I catch yeah. you down as a four. I got a three yeah. I mean, we're we're, we're starting him. Yeah, absolutely. And Chris Bubich, I was looking for any kind of silver lining, but I really can't find one. He's just been. You know, he's had a couple of tantalizing starts, and then he just falls right back flat
2: on his face. So I'm going to go zero, I think. I am too. It. And you kind of, without saying it, you pretty much said it. The fact that we knew to look for the silver lining is at least something, right? You it know. wasn't an, It wasn't a categorical dismiss. We know that there's been that start or two where he's teased us. But with these matchups, no, I'm not, I'm not going to mess with it. Well, let's pause real
1: quick. Uh, bear with me, I'll bring you a quick word from our friends at Caesars And we'll get back to grading two-star pitchers for next week The week of September twelfth, 2022 The weather is heating up and so are the promotions at Caesars Sportsbook Today anyone who is at least 21 years old and in a licensed Caesars Sportsbook state Can create a new account and redeem the Caesars Sportsbook promo code ROTO15 That's R-O-T-O 1, five. The promo code gives new users a risk-free first bet up to $1,500. Visit Caesars.com slash sportsbooks or download the Caesars sportsbook app today. And don't forget to use promo code ROTO15 when signing up. Uh, no two-star pitches for the Angels. They got an off day. Typically go six-man. Mm-hmm. Tyler Anderson's been a great surprise, a uh, great find for, for the Dodgers. Uh. Let me double check these matchups here at Arizona at San Francisco. Man, that's pretty nice. I think I'm gonna go four with uh, you know, I could see him pitching like a rock solid five, though.
2: Yeah, I'm with you
1: there. Um, it's all about that retooled changeup
2: with them, right?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, They're there are
2: there, there's tangible differences. You know what? I think he's going to show up at 16, 17, 18. I'm going to go five. Uh, I don't love the San Francisco matchup, but it's still – the thing with San Francisco against lefties is they hit home runs. They don't do a whole lot more, but their Woba, et cetera, is driven by the the second highest home run percentage against lefties in the league. Uh, Anderson does a good job keeping the ball in the yard. So I'm going to put those two things together and say a five.
1: Now, Trevor Rogers, who we alluded to briefly earlier, uh, versus Texas. He got a doubleheader against the Rangers on Monday, looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the two-step for Rogers is a little different than the two-step for Alcantara. But Rogers versus Texas at Washington. Man, you love to see that when it comes to the matchups. How did his follow-up go? From, uh, not as good. Gave up not as qualities. good,
2: but. was a quality start, though? Yeah, so I'm saying it eight. wasn't nearly as ugly yeah. as he was earlier in the year.
1: Yeah, Fan 8 did give up a couple homers, and that was at Philly. So that's, you know, first yeah, couple starts back, that. kind of interesting and encouraging for
2: – Yeah, Philly's <inaudible> going to do that. So I'm I'm willing to, um, you know, not penalize them all that much for giving up home runs to the Phillies. I'm going to go three. In is, in that, is that high? No, I mean – one could even say, you know, I mean, he's back. When he's back, no, yeah, three is fine. I, I like the three. I'm
1: hoping he's somewhat back. That would be huge for my a couple of my teams. Uh, and then Sandy's versus Philly at Washington. That's a five. He's headed for the Cy Young award. It's a five,
2: soon. but he's shown human the past couple, including last night when the football was on. He's he's shown that he's human, and I think that's I think that's uh, that's good. Well, the Brewers have two off days, and we had
1: Eric Lauer in there, and I was like, man, shouldn't we remove him because he hurt his elbow? But apparently he had very encouraging MRI results, so that's good. I actually, when they said elbow, elbow strain for Eric Lauer, I thought maybe the season was done, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Joe Ryan for the Twins versus Casey at Cleveland. His ERA is over four now, but I still think that's probably a – Probably a three.
2: Yeah. Who's that B-Ober guy we have for the doubleheader?
1: Is that Bailey Ober? Your Is that returned? the one that I've been...
2: that I said was going to win 20 leagues for me? Mm,
1: that not really come to fruition. <laughs> oh, well. Well, maybe you we can squeeze a little something out of him down the stretch here. Bailey Ober. Uh, Jacob DeGrom's going to be a five. And Chris Bassett... Versus the Cubs versus Pitt, I think he's a five. He's too. a five, I and mean, he's maybe I think I don't know who it was, but somebody was mentioning he's like underrated pitcher in baseball five years running. Yeah, exactly. It was uh, Mike Ginella, Mike Ginella.
2: Yeah, I, I think no, we've goes. loved him. Yeah, we loved him for years. I mean, exactly. It, you know, the tongue in cheek is how could be un- how can you be underrated for five years, right? You know,
1: true, but somehow it's happened. I guess being yeah. in Oakland, uh, kind of yeah. masks into most of the world. I guess the one silver lining with Scherzer hitting the IL is my boy David Peterson getting some more run. I think he's starting tonight, maybe he'll go again next week. No two star pitchers for the Yankees, they got a couple off days, seems like quite a few, uh, five game weeks for for team. There
2: are 91 regularly scheduled games. And five double headers to bring us to 96
1: hmm. interesting okay uh, Ken Waldachuk I feel like we talked about him last week because I remember asking you what your projection that you input looks like for him yeah um, not bad against Atlanta but man I feel kind of uh, that'd be a tough one for me to deploy even though he is at Texas start that he's got to go at Houston. I'm going to go one. Yeah, I'm going to go one as well. Okay. Of course, we'll recap these grades here shortly. Bailey Falter at Miami than at Atlanta. Uh, at Miami, it's always appealing. He Bailey played, Falter, yeah. He's played Four surprisingly well.
2: I have he no is, idea. He's flown completely under my radar, Bailey. I try to remember who I comped him to. Not I hate the word comp. I mean you know, the, the you know, the swing man that steps in you know, Ross Stripling, maybe. You yeah, know, the, the like swing that. man that has stepped up and really, really helped out. And he is the guy. These are quality starts he's put, he's been putting out. At Atlanta is tough, obviously. Uh will Albies be back? It'll be Albie's will be close to being back. We'll see how that affects things. But I am I think he's a two, and he'd be higher if it wasn't Atlanta.
1: Yeah, he has flown under my radar, I admit. Uh, four straight wins. Each of his last four times out, he's picked up a dub. So Six good innings, him the, right? Well, six, six, six and a third, then five and a third. is okay. the most recent okay. timeout. But, yeah, going – you yeah, know, pretty consistent each time out and only 18 K's in his last four starts. So the K's have been a little modest, but
2: right. Right. You know, right.
1: not walking guys and not shooting himself in the foot. So yeah. Bailey Falter, are out. I got to give him res- some respect. And I will also give him a two. Maybe on some of my list this weekend, uh, Zach Thompson, Bryce Wilson at Cincinnati, then at the Mets, tough first venue to pitch in, but a bad offense and a good offense and a Good pitcher's venue. Um, both guys, though, are just really shaky. So I'm going to go probably a zero for both of them.
2: Yeah, I don't even have to think that long. I, I was going to say sure, but it wasn't going to be shaky. All
1: right. Uh, Bryce Wilson, zero. Thompson, zero. Bryce. Uh, Bryce. You, Darvish. I don't know. Where. <laughs> I guess because we were just talking about Bryce Wilson. That must be where I or I said Bryce from. U. Uh, Darvish is going to be a five, right? At Seattle, at Arizona. Yep.
2: Don't and love Seattle, matchup, but yeah, still a five.
1: Two off days for the Mariners. And then Alex Cobb, who's just suddenly, you know, the, the on-field results have caught up to the underlying numbers, and he's been fantastic. Versus Atlanta versus the Dodgers. This will be a tough test. Two really good teams at home. Uh, but you know, by FIP, I saw it was noted in our one of his uh, game wraps. Like by FIP, Cobb's been like a top ten starter if he had enough innings to qualify. So yeah, uh,
2: you know, I think he's probably a four. Even with right? He's still night. not. He's still not crushing it with strikeouts. So from a fantasy point of view, that you know brings him down. But yeah, I'm going to go four as well. And Jordan
1: Montgomery, who once he got to the Cardinals became the best pitcher of all time <laughs> uh, versus the well, Brewers. Versus Jose Quintana
2: is giving a run for his money.
1: That's the what devil are, magic. the common denominator. Is so I'm going to go. Actually, yeah, with these two home matchups, I'm going to give Jordan Montgomery a five. I am as well. Yeah. The Reds'
2: offense is so bad.
1: <laughs> uh, aside from uh, Punisher, it's been punished in India, India's finally caught four. God, no. yeah, oh, my
2: $31 good. buy in Tout Warriors. He's doing just enough, just enough to suck me in next year.
1: Yeah, not this is not the year to buy in, in hindsight, but he has been hit, hitting well lately. Uh, Springs, Jeffrey Springs, 29 year old, he will be at Toronto and then versus Texas. That uh, lefty at Toronto you don't love, but and he's pitched well, so I guess I got to give him a four.
2: I, I'm going to stick with three. I don't like that at Toronto, and I, yeah. I he has pitched really, really well. Um, yeah, he's I'm still got a gonna two go five three. four 2 I'm hear, using him. Him. I'm using him, no yeah. doubt. But I'm going to go three. Yeah, maybe wise to just
1: you know mentioned some.
2: In part some of it is we just hesitance, kind of don't know what. What T- what Tampa will do on a week to week basis? Yeah,
1: if it ends up being just at Toronto, that could yeah. Be a...
2: So part of that is that you know yeah. you promised me that Texas start, and I would say four, but I'm using him and the hope he gets it, and we may know a little bit more Sunday night. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's you know
1: tentative two step and at Toronto, and then probably about a. Yeah. You know, fifty-fifty shot. They actually makes that second one at or versus Texas, but uh, he's been great. So I'm going to keep him at four. But I got you down as a three on Jeffrey Springs. Okay, Uh, Glenn Otto at Miami at Tampa Bay. He may be on some of my list this weekend. I'm going to give him a two because he's kind of maybe I'll have him behind Bailey
2: Falter, but
1: probably have him on a list or two.
2: Yeah, if I hadn't just done a piece and noticed the Rays. Uh, and it's, it's for those listening, unfortunately, well, I unfortunately, it was for ESPN, it wasn't for AutoWire. And noticing that the Rays have improved versus right handed batters, my narrative would be I like Otto against the Rays, but they've improved against right handers, so I'm gonna say a two as well.
1: Gotcha, gotcha down as a two. Um, would you rather have him or Bailey Falter? You agree with that? Maybe Fal- Falter by a hair. Yeah.
2: Okay. Falter. I think they're similar pitchers, and I like Falter's matchups a hair more.
1: Alec Manoa is going to be a five. And do they really have a, a Kikuchi back in the rotation?
2: Man. Um and He's pitched that's... better.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm not going to say he's pitched well, but I don't know if they even have a choice at this point. They've got a lot of injuries, and they're, you know, very thin. At that spot, um, Kikuchi's. I mean, he he hasn't pitched more than three innings since he was dropped, so I don't know. That might just be a placeholder, yeah. That's And, probably, and we'll learn more. Um, could end up being like Trevor Richards opening
1: and then Kikuchi. I don't know,
2: yeah. They don't even have, uh, you know, like a, like a, like a. I'm trying to. Th- uh, what's the organizational depth? I know I don't even think they have that kind of a piece on the far on on in AAA.
1: Whatever happened to Nate Pearson?
2: Ouch! Oh, my yeah. arm just hurt when you said that.
1: Sixty-day IL, yeah, lat injury. Okay, yeah, they. That's one area that they've really struggled with all year is they're starting pitching.
2: Well, Todd, well, they did get Gaussman, so that was pretty big. Yeah, Burrius hasn't quite lived up. And of course Ryu got hurt,
0: which yeah. which hurt
2: hurt to death. And they did count on Pearson. But you know, they're still battling for that wild card and wild card positioning. So they'll, you know, I think they expected Kikuchi to to be at least a an innings eater type and, and maybe he will return to to doing so. Yeah, where would that team be with Manoa and Gaussman?
1: Yeah. Heading up that rotation. And I you know Barrios has had a couple of good
2: starts, but he's been yeah, overall thought, a
1: disaster.
2: Yeah, who would have thought a couple of months ago when I asked that Tut Wars question, who do you like the most out of Barrios, Gilito, and, and and Rogers that the last three weeks of the year it would be Rogers?
1: Yeah, I'm kidding. I think I'm with you there. Well, let's recap these two start pitcher grades for next week, the week of September twelfth, twenty twenty two. Ryan Nelson won. Kyle Wright a five. Nick Pavetta, I say. Oh, this is weird. I say, I have Nick Pavetta two, Todd two. So I must have said three and Todd two.
2: I think I may have said three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I will two. say three now, just to just so there's a difference.
1: I said two, and you said no. It was three.
2: It was three because I remember saying that he does really well against the Yankees. Although I really don't like to include that in my analysis, but okay. that was just more of a anecdotal kind of piece of information
1: so nick pavetta i say two todd three uh mike Miners, zero luis sessa zero cody morris two keep him in mind this weekend xavion curry zero michael kopech four eduardo rodriguez i say one todd zero i'd probably you know default to todd on that one uh, hunter brown i say three todd four chris bubich zero Tyler Anderson, I say four. Todd, five. Trevor Rodgers, three. Sandy Alcantara, five. Joe Ryan, three. Jacob deGrom, five. Chris Bassett, five. Ken Waldachuk, one. Bailey Falter, two. Zach Thompson, zero. Bryce Wilson, zero. Hugh Darvish, five. Alex Cobb, four. Jordan Montgomery, five. Jeffrey Springs, I say four. Todd, three. Glen Auto two, and Alec Manoa, five. Uh, I did not put Kikuchi down because I just <laughs> I just don't know if that's even going to happen. It'd probably it'd be a zero for me anyway. Yep. Anything else on your
2: mind today, Todd? You know what? I think I, think I tw- teased it earlier. Uh, Eric Halteman and I have a very, very special guest on our SiriusXMLB network radio show tomorrow. Uh, Shelly Vergstraight is going to join us, talk about her tout daily victory the first lady to take down any tout wars contest of any kind, and then we tap into her vast uh prospect knowledge. So, um, very happy that Shelly was able to join us on such short notice, and uh, kudos to taking down tout daily.
1: Yeah, check that out tomorrow
2: on MLB. Network it's 7 Radio p.m. Pacific. at 7 p.m. Eastern.
1: Check it out if you can. At that time, we're on the app. I have the app and just love it. Yeah, I pretty much only listen to stuff on uh, demand, but it's great. And uh, yeah, congrats to Shelly Verstrate. She's a fantastic person and a great analyst. And yeah, first woman to win a tower's like that's that's a big honor. So I'm really happy for her. We
2: uh, they, she may be joined soon. Uh, we've got a couple of the ladies competing for their respective league titles, you know, for in the, in the or regular leagues, but um, you know, she'll go down in history as the first.
1: Yeah, that's great. She's uh, she deserves that. And I'm going to have to catch that on, on the apps, uh, either tomorrow or, or Sunday. So great stuff. If you're an NFL head, enjoy week one, we'll be here grinding. We're going to see these leagues out on the fantasy baseball end and hope you'll you know, stick with us here on the road wire fantasy baseball podcast.